special edition here of Now Share with Dr. Dave, hosted on grokshare.com and streamed on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, today I had a great opportunity to hang out with John Jorgensen, an agile coach, an actual enterprise agile coach and trainer, and, and Reno Morales, who was one of our students who came, came along three years ago, a very shy um, kid, and now he's actually one of our learning facilitators. So, you know, I'm really grateful that we had this opportunity to share with um, about 20 plus students and about 20 plus learning facilitators as well as the sharks who came in and even some of the industry professionals who are who works for a company recruiting uh, human capital. So we have great interviewers here present. Um, this has been a great experience um, for 2018 and we look forward to doing this more in the future uh, you know, as we grow. So if you hear this and you want to give back, go to the number 5saturdays.org and you could register to start a Five Saturdays program in your neighborhood. But more importantly, you know, we would love if you could, if you would like to donate, you know, donate time, donate, you know, some of your resources to help keep this program going. I think it's worth it. And I think a lot of people who have been through it over the years, um, over the last five years, you know, a few hundred people, you know, globally continue to gain value from that. And we continue to evolve and grow. So thank you for listening. And we look forward to um, hearing from you. So, hey, we're, we're doing this wonderful podcast here at the Award Saturday um, at Early College High School. Um, I have my great friend John Jorgensen here with me. Reno Morales, who's one, oh, one of our students. You can get a little closer to the oh, mic. Okay. You know, don't be afraid. You know, just lean in and um, share. And so we want to talk about Five Saturdays as a program. John, you started here in 2015. Yeah. And you came back in 2016. And you took a break mm -hmm. in 2017. And now you're back in 2018. It's um, moving faster than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to keep up. Yeah. So yeah. What, what did you what did you see that was different? You've, you've oh been here gosh. for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like what's the same because it is almost like evolved beyond recognition. But um, no, I mean that the, the agility of it is the same and the lean approach is the same. But what's different um, is that you've got people really focused on um, communicating well and bringing together the best of ideas that everybody has to bear on a problem space, whether that is like, how do I get into college? How do I get a good job? How do I build a great company? And so I was, I was really seeing um, fantastic ideas coming up uh, you know, from, from the participants about what, you know, what do we see as being value and having um, potential in the market and then the sharks, of course, from the shark. Yeah, the shark was totally good. new, um, and yeah, like that. That dynamic, I think, is is a is a great one, and I would have never dreamed that that would come out uh, in just actually three short years in iteration iterations on this program. So that's that's yeah. what I saw. So Reno, um, give us a good spin, and since I only brought two microphones, that you know we'll give you <laughs> one. Maybe we'll switch microphones and give since it's only you. And then, so this could stay here, and we'll take this one, you know, we're, we're all swapping things around. and, and this, adapting. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, inspecting, adapting. So, Reno, this is, how many years have you came to a Five Saturday so this far? This is my third year. Um, last year I was as a facilitator as well, and then before that I was a student learning. And I feel it's really uh, evolved over time. Um, 
I remember at the beginning it was sort of uh, at OCC or when I went at OCC. Um, I want to say it wasn't the most organized, but it was still a, sorry. It was still um, very effective in teaching about business and everything. And when we did the uh, whole website, it, it was a very fun experience. And so seeing that evolve over time, and it's here now, it's like, oh, I feel a lot more organized and very um, planned, well planned. So I think it's just overall a terrific experience. So people have been doing a much better job than I was. That was you, right? <laughs> <laughs> you set it free. Yeah. It takes on life. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so why do you keep coming back? I keep coming back because it's just always, there's always something new to learn from um, here, so it doesn't it doesn't matter whether you're a facilitator or a student. Um, either way, you'll still learn something new. You'll learn from the students. You'll learn from the um, what's it uh, the the learning facilitators. Yeah, yeah, the learning facilitators as well, but um, also the yeah, of course the, the sharks, sharks. <laughs> um, as well as the. Uh, topics that we still teach. There's still something to learn out of those topics. So it's always nice to just have a refresher as well. Yeah. To keep it fresh in the mind and to sort of imprint it in your brain. That's really cool. You know, you know what's really cool, John? Um, you brought your brother here for the first year. Um, your brother's name is Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why did you bring your brother to Five Saturdays? Which is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I brought my brother because He's, since he's in high school now, he has to do the 40 hours community service. And so my parents were sort of getting on him about that. And I was like, hey, there's something very beneficial that you can do. And it's to go to five Saturdays because one, you're getting community service from learning and having experiences with just people that will help you out no matter what. And so it's just, look at all these positives and there's no downside. The only downside is Saturday, but it's summer. Saturday so you so Saturday. practically every day is Saturday. Right. So you have plenty <laughs> of Saturdays to um, to give. So that's like one of the main reasons why I brought him here is because it's just like it's a very nice experience as well as giving you credits so that even if you feel like if you feel iffy about the whole place, you still have that one positive going for you. And so it was really nice having him here and sort of showing him like the experience that I experienced. And he went from, he's usually shy around others. And so uh, seeing him grow more comfortable really uh, made me happy, so. Uh, you know, that was amazing, Yeah, because we saw Ryan when he came in, his mini hoodie, very mm -hmm. heads down, now he's a lot more engaged. Um, so, Reno was one of the, the scholars, one of the scholarship recipients for the Five Saturdays program. Um, how did that make you feel? You know, this is your third year, and you know, you, you, you got a scholarship to go off to college, so, so yeah. tell us about that. Um, I was really surprised when I got the scholarship, because I was thinking, um, Actually, when I got first invited to awards night, I didn't know like what award I would get. I didn't see like, oh, what award could I got out of a, like uh, one of my classes, and so I felt like it was a sort of I want to say a waste of time going there 
but um, when I was given the scholarship after we first, it was the first meetup um, near the end of school, um, I was really surprised because I didn't, I want to say I didn't think it could get any better because I'm already been, I've already been giving all this experience, all, I've been taught all these business practices and organization and um, career management, personas, um, resume building, and so I felt that was already so helpful to me and so impactful that when I actually got the scholarship, it just made me feel really excited for the future. Oh man, that, yeah. that, anything you want to ask John that you want to kick in before I ask my other question? Well, yeah, um, so, you know, when you hear uh, the sharks actually, uh, which are, you know, um, professional uh, executives, leaders, um, they, they mention, for example, like, you know, um, we don't even use personas where we're at, uh, or we don't even use Prezi where we're at. And, um, you know, they're like probably Fortune 100 companies or Fortune 500 companies. Um, does that, like, register with you or does it, does it surprise you uh, to hear that, you know, some of the business practices that you're learning here are actually cutting edge and um, companies are trailing, in fact, uh, some of the, the business practices that these kids have actually mastered. Yeah, it's actually really surprising considering how um, big some of the companies are and even though they have like the growth and the popularity and everything, they're still missing some key components that can make their business even greater. And so learning that they didn't have the, the business practices that um, Five Saturdays is teaching young adults is very uh, inspiring and sort of um, helps solidify um, the future of business. Mm -hmm. And it really, it really just uh, boggles my mind that these businesses, these very big companies, don't have these practices that are being taught at a um, education or educational summer session that's just five practically five days long, and they're, they don't have this kind of information that these people are being teached over the span of just five days. Yeah, yeah. so one of the things I want to ask about is, um, what is your plan for the future, man? You know, you've, got, you've been given all these great skills, you know, what are you, what are you going to college for? <laughs> Tell us about that. Um, I'm going to college, uh, right now I've been accepted into OCC, and I just, um, did all of my, uh, what's it, uh, classes. I've already set up my schedule and everything. And what I'm going for is a degree in architecture. I don't know specifically which because um, there's this one time we went to visit Cal Poly Slow, which is um, a California Polytechnic, San Luis Obispo. And so when we visited there, um, I gotta say it was really, experience because even though we ended up missing our uh, our what's it our um, tour because when we went there we were gonna go for the architecture tour and we assumed that 
the architecture tour started at this time, but it turns out that's the general tour, not the architecture tour. It actually started, in, uh, I think, an hour earlier. So we got here all late, and we were sort of disheartened, and when we were searching around, um, we passed the architecture building multiple times. We went in the offices to see like when the tour was or where they are, and we ended up being able to, we found them in at the back of one of the buildings talking about um, how this or this building is used to teach is used to teach uh, the first year of architecture because at Cal Poly Slow their first year people who want to go into architecture they're put in a class building that just teaches generally but then they have um, ways to branch out and branch to other uh, sections and so. We got to learn about that on the tour, but as soon as we ended the tour, um, one of the professors who taught uh, landscape architecture came over and saw us, and so he started talking with us, and he sort of opened um, my mind about landscape architecture, because everyone assumes that landscape architecture is like, oh, you just you design where these plants go and everything, you design the scenery of the building, but in reality, it turns out Yes, you can design the scenery of the building, but you could also design the city where that building is. And so it was very, uh, it was a very crazy experience learning about learning about how landscape is just so different from what no average people think it is. And so that sort of conflicted that sort of conflicted with uh, what I originally planned for, which was architecture. So I know I am going into a career in architecture, and I just don't know specifically which path to take right at this moment, but I feel confident that um, going into OCC and then transferring to Cal Poly Slow will sort of help me open my mind and help me realize which one I actually want to take. I think there was somebody um, attending today that she mentioned she has a degree in urban development and um, is running a, a business right now. Um, uh, real estate investments uh, actually across borders between Japan and the United States. Yeah, Unico. No, no, not Unico. Unico Unico's my wife. Unico's <laughs> your wife. <laughs> Junko. 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 That's right, Junko. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you happen to meet her? or uh, Fernando's wife. Fernando's wife? Yes. Oh, yeah, I didn't talk much because I'm sort of like when I, when I get to new people, when I'm around new people, I sort of am a bit shy as sort of like how my brother is, um, but sort of like when I um, develop and I see them more often, then I can start to actually sort of um, talk with them and everything. I've talked with her for a bit, not so much, it just did like a little bit of conversation, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of get the impression that um, you know, the future of maybe Five Saturdays could be where people who have, you know, pursued various fields of study and work can give back to the community by just being um, accessible and sharing, like, what you've learned and maybe ways that you've applied um, your knowledge uh, to, you know, uh, creating a business or helping the community in some way that you wouldn't just naturally assume like that that's that's how somebody um, makes a living and, until you meet them and 
uh, I was just impressed with like how open people were about sharing um, you know what what they do and what they think of it and you know what their life is for because gosh like I mean imagine when we were kids yeah somebody was willing to like you know share that with us um, and then the other thing is like we're all here in the, in the present and the world is changing very quickly and we uh, no matter what stage in life you're in or where you are in your career, we, we need to adapt. It's, it's a, a competitive world, you know, in, in um, you know, the services and you know, um, in the, the market. But um, we all have scarce time on this planet, so we, we could be looking for better ways to serve each other and make the world a better place, whether that's through you know, professional work or service. Yeah. So, but let's let's um, also look at what went on today. I, I want to talk about some of the presentations. Um, what was really something that was compelling? I, I was kind of like I did not expect today wow, the, yeah. where things went. Oh my god! Because we gave them a template to present with, and so we gave them the freedom to choose and expand. We said innovate, mm -hmm. right? Because when you think about it, most people are consumers of innovation, mm -hmm. right? They're not creators of innovation. Right. When you really think of it in that context, and what we yeah. try to do at Five Saturdays is to really help people to become creators of innovation. Yeah. Right? And so, not just use the, the, the mobile device, but write an app for the mobile device. Mm -hmm. Plan another market you know, for the mobile device. But what we saw today, I mean, just let's, let's talk about some of the presentations and the ideas that came out today. I, I thought it was just, you know, this blew my mind, man. It really did. Yeah, I honestly I feel embarrassed for the expectations that I came with versus what actually happened. And it was just, um, it was shocking, quite honestly, how creative and internally resourceful and responsive uh, every participant was to like what's valuable in the world, what's feasible and realistic to, to try to like actually deliver that value and so um, the first one uh, that was related to uh, mobile health care yeah. oh yeah like I I've, I've uh, used some uh, services that resemble I would say very primitive um, versions of what they're talking about and as they were you know um, both explaining you know the the business case and the cost structure you know the business model um, and then the the sharks were, you know, asking questions, offering some ideas. I thought, you know, this is just what was it about? Maybe fifteen to twenty minutes per team. Yeah, yeah fifteen minutes. Yeah. Bringing bright minds, engaged minds, to bear on a problem space was yielding enormous amounts of potential. And if, like, let's say that they weren't high school graduates, but they were college graduates, or they were inside a large corporation that was looking to diversify its offerings. This could become a very viable, important conversation quite quickly. And I don't see actually what would stop them from you know, going ahead and like, start, start hiring, start experimenting, actually roll out some of these services. Um, there's uh, a person named Mike Beadle who 
unfortunately um, passed in, in the last three months. Yeah, yeah, greatly missed. Yeah, a, a, a signatory of the Agile Manifesto, and he ran training called um, Enterprise Scrum. And I remember in those classes, it was very similar to those five Saturdays in that um, small groups would form, and over the course of two days, they would present these business um, ideas. And the thing that he, he'd say that I'd love is, you know what, go out and do it. Like, if you don't, somebody else will. Like, this thing has legs. And, and what I was hoping is that, like, the, the kids got it, that they could actually do this. Of course, there's going to be um, getting the proper licenses and certifications, all these right. things that would be uh, necessary to do that. But once you uh, surmount those hurdles and actually start, like, offering the business and, and seeing what people ask for and, and, and how... Uh, you know, they maybe give you feedback. These these business models could progress and become very dominant players in their markets. So Reno, let, let's hear from you. Um, you've had, you know, you've been around for three years. Uh, you know, just give me your your take on what you saw from, you know, some of the presentations today with the students. You know, their ideas for a business. You know, how did that strike you? Um, well, when I first went in. Um, I had a feeling it was going to be, um, uh, they were going to sort of show their business and um, show their innovation and creative ideas through their presentation. And with the fact that I was with, it, so it sort of felt uh, cool being with them in the process because over the five Saturdays we were talking about um, how the, or the practice of business, um, the personas, and everything, and then when we went into their individual ideas, it was very cool to see just their minds putting things together and forming their own ideas that are very creative and innovative. Um, Cafe, I think it was Cafe Ine. Cafe Ine. That one was a very interesting one. Uh, it sort of shows that um, it was trying to sort of uh, push a more social place where instead of just going there for like a coffee or anything you you can go there to socialize and it sort of promotes socializing in through um, speech through person to person instead of just over like a mobile device and I know social media is a thing and that a lot of people use it, but being able to have a place where it's practically how um, America was described, like a cultural melting pot, yeah. where you can have so many people from so many different places gather together, see their interests, and sort of conversate and talk about um, themselves and the world around them. It's just a very unique and cool idea that sort of shows how um, how creative these students are. Yeah. yeah, speaking on that topic, by the way, it's not lost on me that like lean coffee is called lean coffee because it came up from coffee shops. Yeah, you know, the, the the meeting format and all that. And um, I could see from every every comment that they were making in their presentation, like they had thought this through, like it's actual work. And I'm glad that somehow it's real for them that. Thinking is work, 
And it <laughs> creates value. Yeah. Right? Like, we are no longer living in the industrial age where it's just like, you know, the sweat of your brow, you know, equals the bread that you'll eat. Um, thinking about what do people want, what's valuable, how do I serve that? Like, that clearly has gone on in the background uh, long before these presentations were made. And so I would, that was extremely impressive. So, so one thing I want to talk about is, is you know, and you should know this, two of the core principles of, of Five Saturday itself is creative and critical thinking, mm. right? So it's the ability to innovate right. and the ability to problem solve. So bringing those two forms of thinking and fusing them together in a program would help to you know, generate these type of ideas really quickly, and especially when we do it in an agile way. Right, because this is different. Because normally, if you were doing this in a, a business school, it would be a long, drawn out. You know, I haven't gone through an MBA and a doctorate mm -hmm. program for business. Doing this in a very lean and agile way yeah. to take someone who has never put a business together. The thing is, is that to be able to apply lean thinking and agile practices to just about anything, especially the learning, man. Yeah, I mean, this is the manifestation of that. Right. So, so there's a balance in this particular cohort that um, I think might be new. You know, I, I've been out of the picture a little bit. But so you've got the lean canvas going on about, okay, like, let's actually look at this as an ongoing concern and the financials and all that. And then on the other side, they were building, um, you know, like websites. Yeah. And, and, and so there's... Also, like the nuts and bolts of delivery, I think they also coded a game, you know. Just, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Like until you actually start building something, you don't actually have an appreciation for what does it cost in terms of time and, and effort and all that. And so I think that that's a magic formula when you've got the do the thinking and work around building the business model and make a mock-up or some kind of prototype for you know what it is that represents the value to the customer. That's something I hope continues in you know, future iterations of Five Saturdays. Oh, oh it will. Oh, well, any, any thoughts around that, about for the future of Five Saturdays, what, what you would like to see? Because obviously, I hope you're gonna come back for a fourth year, since you're gonna be local. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will, yeah. but I'm not even local. <laughs> yeah, neither do I, so I have to fly here. <laughs> well, uh, for the future of Five Saturdays, I feel it's been going down like its correct path. It's in, uh, it's um, cultivated ideas from the minds of young individuals. Um, I feel Five Saturdays should have sort of shows the how unique um, these uh, young adults are with their ideas. I mean. When you when you look at the presentations, it wasn't just like in one specific category. It was it was all throughout. Right. Yeah. You got health. You got the cafe. You got game design. You got construction. Construction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it sort of shows how creative these people's minds are, and how different their way of thinking is from one another, because. You could just have multiple people just um, describing the same thing, but these peop these individuals decided that they wanted to build their business yeah. and make it unique and stand out from not only their category but just the whole business genre. So it's funny, you know. I'm I'm 48 uh, this year, and 
very soon, be 49. And I didn't think I would see the day where, you know, I just see some people in high school with such good ideas and such disciplined thinking that I think like, ooh, I better watch out. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, in, a, in, the, in, the, in the free market, like this, this is a force to be reckoned with. And um, you know, looking looking forward, you know, to all right. So, in the international arena, you know, what's going to fuel economic growth for us? It's certainly not going to be the same kind of thinking that, uh, thank goodness. Got us here. You know, we do have abundance around us. Oh, of and course, a beautiful yeah. school, but but that it's it's going to take more from us. And so, I need to shake myself out of my comfort zone and thinking the way that I've always been thinking um, to keep up. And I can see now why, like you know, you do have these companies. Amazon was was brand new once. You know, yeah. uh, Bezos was was uh, coming out of a consulting firm, um, and who knows? Seriously, like from five Saturdays, which one of these teams or ideas is going to turn into something massive that solves a real problem um, that the world has, uh, provides valuable services, and then inspires more iterations of this, more cohorts to say, like, look, um, okay, so maybe I am mid-career and feel like I'm at a dead end in either my own business or my own job or whatever, today I can get together with other people in the community and start thinking about what's next. And, and for sure. So as, that's a great segue about what's next because, you know, as the founder of this program, what's next is, is that we're going to expand into other cities. Nice. And so we look forward to next year. Uh, you know, now I live in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, we'll have one there. And a buddy of mine's in Milwaukee will have, so at least next year we'll have three different programs running, which is a great growth, right? Yes. 300%, yes. something like that, right? In one year, yeah. right? But the, the, the vision is to get to a point where maybe incubation is the next stage, mm -hmm. right? You know, we have all these great ideas, so how do we fund them? How do we cultivate right. them? How do we make them a reality? Maybe incubation is the next step, step besides well, expansion. Well, I'd hope so. And, you know, I, I spoke with those kids, uh, yeah. you know, the ones that uh, had the, the medical idea. Like, you're doing so well. Like, keep going. Yeah. Because, like, you can, you can feel the energy and the realism of it. What, what a shame it would be if that just, like, got, you know, shelved. Well, we'll do that later, you know, 10 years or 5 years. Nonsense. Like, there's demand now. Yeah. There's, there's real opportunities to capture. And, um, I think I could sense that the sharks were authentically oh. feeling that. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I, I really hope that nothing goes to waste here because those are fantastic ideas. And, you know, just feedback from the sharks, just, I think this was beyond their expectation. It was certainly beyond mine. Yeah, and certainly beyond mine. And I was here, like, every Saturday because we get to see the small increments, right? Mm -hmm. Each iteration. But now we get to see the fruition of all our work, but um, what do you think about the feedback from some of the sharks and the questions? I think uh, it was, um, I guess, very inspiring that they had, that the sharks are not only like impressed with this, is that they sort of asked questions like if it was an actual business and how 
the uh, groups answered in uh, regard to their business, and it, sh it sort of shows um, the students' interactions and hard work that was put into their projects, and just with the sharks testing them to see if they learn, if they are truly um, uh, put their hard work and effort into this project, and them sort of, um, and the students sort of showing that they did put that work, they did put that effort in, is very a very cool experience to be a part of, and it shows how how um, how mature the students are. Yeah, you know, along those lines. So I saw, I believe, the sharks testing their flexibility yeah. to say, are you are you willing to pivot, or are you holding this thing so so tightly that like you you're not going to be responsive to what the market starts yeah. telling you. And that makes all the difference. That's oh, yeah. what I don't see on the TV show, you know, about sharks. Is um, it's like it's exactly the way that they're planning it, or you know, there's nothing there. The the truth is, I mean, you look at something like Facebook, right? Like yeah. that started out as some sort of weird, you know, uh, students hooking up with other students, <laughs> but college experiment, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's pivoted. It's, yeah. it's 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 a different it's a different creature now, and so having that guidance, I think, to say like, have you have you looked at something broader? You know, you can you can say like, well. I'm in the bricklaying business, or you can say like, I'm in the cathedral building business, I'm in the inspiration business, yeah. right? Framing where you're adding value in a broader sense gives you a lifeline when you s simply run into a brick wall because you had an assumption. And you test it by putting it out there. Yeah. Um, the other thing I just wanted to, to put out there, I, I wish I could say this to all the students, and if they're listening, thank goodness, but I, I was humbled today because I, I saw so much um, raw talent and ingenuity, and I thought to myself, you know, John, shame on you because I've, I've heard of through a, a, the PMI um, chapter here a couple of years ago, had a presenter and was talking about a charity or a nonprofit that was making solutions for like kids with, uh, I think it was multiple scler sclerosis. Yeah. Yeah. They needed to have like a walking mm -hmm. mill. And it costs like hundreds of thousands of dollars to make that from scratch. So they created a, an idea team to figure out a way to make it uh, more affordable uh, to be donated you know, to, to children and families in Mexico. And it was a, a group of high school students that yeah. had the innovative breakthrough. Not a bunch of fancy, you know, certified uh, <laughs> college degree PhD <laughs> engineers. And so, and, and so that's really it. It's like, you know what? A young person's I ideas are just as valuable and usable as anybody else. In fact, odds are good that their minds are more fertile <laughs> than some of the people like me who have already ossified. Right. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's the thing of the, the marshmallow challenge, right? The yeah. most creatives Absolutely. were not the CEO, you know, yeah. it wasn't exactly the CEO of middle managers, it was <laughs> no. kindergartners, right? right? But to, to, to not to diminish the other parts of the program or to even like highlight the other parts of the program because if you were here early enough, you would have seen the job readiness, the speed interviewing. Yes, it did. You know, well, you know, let's talk about the speed interviewing, and then after that, let's talk about the learning facilitators. Mm -hmm. Then we could wrap up. But speed interviewing, 
of watching those students who have never interviewed for a job before actually get in front of real recruiters, talking to our real jobs. You know, Reno, what, what you know, just give us some uh, insights into um, that. It was very cool to watch because you have these people from these various businesses. I saw one was from Target, if I remember right. Um, but you just have all these different people that already are in business, already have learned about business, and is um, sort of just interviewing these young individuals. And these it's just in these speed interviews. So it was very cool to see how each um, person sort of responded, but um, how they interacted with mm -hmm. the uh, or the employers, yeah. And so, it was just it was really it was really mind blowing seeing them how at the beginning it was like when we did when we did the um, the resume practices and everything it was like some of them were like a bit unsure about it and everything and then just seeing that go into these speed speed um just these. Speed interviews. Yeah, speed yeah. interviews. Sorry, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, just um, them coming from like uh, I want to say a bit shy and awkward from like the practices of interviews, but then they go into these speed interviews all confident and have and are prepared for them, are prepared for these um, interviews. It's just like it's really interesting to see that growth. Yeah. So let me let me just give context because speed interviewing is three minutes per interview. Mm -hmm and within a 30 minute span. So you may get maybe seven to nine interviews because you're in a queue after each interview. Yeah. And, and the, the fact is you need to manage your time yes. to make sure that you're aware that you didn't stay too long, it's a mm -hmm. penalty, or you didn't stay too short of a time because that's a penalty as well, that you're managing your three minutes time period well. Yeah, time box city. Yeah, time boxes is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awareness. Right. And, and, you know, I, I saw it, and it, it first of all made me think, you know, I would really like to bring Simon Sinek here, because he's got some new bit about, you know, millennials are, like, you know, overabsorbed in, you know, their cell phones, <laughs> and, you, know, the heck, you know, the world's going to heck in a handbasket, baloney. These kids are doing fantastically well at improvising a conversation. Yeah. responding to like what this person's asking if you're answering in ways that's putting your interviewer to sleep well then you need to change your approach yeah, and they're yeah. going to do that on the fly so it's excellent training i was left like very very encouraged that like you know what things are going to be just fine these kids are not like somehow disabled by having technology around them they are vibrant and they're they're intelligent and interactive with real human beings they are ready to take over the workforce. They're going to be just fine. Yeah. And the reality is, you have to create an environment for people to learn and grow. And to me, that's what Five Saturdays is about. But the other group that we, I think we forget about them often, mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, you have the young minds who are like totally blown away. Mm -hmm. But it's the learning facilitators. It's, it's the you and I who give up our Saturdays. It's the you and I who are out there working five days a week who come in and bring our industry knowledge, bring our experiences, mm -hmm. right, and give our time and talent to this space. They have to create a safe environment where students, and even, the, because remember the learning the facilitators, 
they're not agile practitioners. Most of them aren't MBAs, they aren't business people. They come from different genres. And, and, and they bring something different that we don't talk about often as part of Five Saturdays. We just kind of like gloss over it. Right, well, yeah. very true. And, and the irony of it, right, is like, I'm learning too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like all my silly ideas about like how, oh, like heaven help these, these young kids, the odds are stacked up against them. Well, maybe yes, maybe no. Um, but more importantly, like, you know, I'm getting ideas about how I can help my clients, you know, in, in my, my job, in my business, seeing uh, structured interactions, like you're talking about, psychological safety yep. in this learning environment, and my gosh, like the huge amount of value and learning that comes out of that kind of a container. And so, uh, as a professional, I want to be a better facilitator of yeah. that. That's, I believe, where management is actually going to be turning and pivoting in the future. Managers as facilitator servants, and um, and yes, like they bring in a huge amount of experience and wisdom, yeah. excellent judgment that is independent of agile, um, and possibly even independent of the job interview per se. But they're real, living, breathing humans. Mm -hmm. And so, like the 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 simulation that you have of yeah. a job interview, those are real conversations. Oh yeah. So everybody wins here. The facilitator actually benefits, and you get the satisfaction of knowing like you're paying something forward. Certainly. Yeah. So Reno, as as a learning facilitator, um, I know it's a, there's a transition, right? Because he got the best of both worlds. Right. Right. Yeah. He came as a student, got to experience it, then came back as a learning facilitator. You got to experience in that. Talk to me about that transition. Was it easy, hard, exciting, you know, overwhelming? <laughs> you know. It was a um it was a very new change for me because for one, I'm not usually like one to sort of interact so socially. Um it's sort of avoid social media because some of, my, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some, some of my friends have some questionable experiences but um uh coming back as a facilitator it's really cool like you said it's like sort of like the best of both worlds where i are um i've already learned the experiences and now i can help people learn those experiences being part of um their life as a helpful individual that um just helps them learn and grow as a person. It's really cool to be a part of, and with the with uh, being a facilitator, it sort of inspires me to see that these individuals are growing a lot more, and how this uh, this uh, what's it program has sort of evolved over time. Because at the beginning, when I was a student, uh, we went to one of the OCC rooms. Yeah. And so it was very different for me because I'm not one that usually uh, sort of... I'm sort of one that just, like, sort of uh, rides the wave. I just don't really, like, choose where I go. It's just... I just leave it um, to be decided by others, but... Uh, going to Five Saturdays is one of the few things where I chose to do, and I'm really glad I got to do that. And so it gave me so much experience and taught me so much where I just like to show others, 
show others that this program is a place where it doesn't matter if you're young or old or anything, you can still learn something from here. Because, um, if I remember right, we had a few... What was it? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, you, you, you remember we had um, two nine and nine yeah. and ten year olds. Oh really? Um, yeah. Wow. Keats kids. Oh, Keats, you remember Keats, Keats kids? Yeah. 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 You remember those? Two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was very cool because it sort of shows that the sort of like young people sort of have like very very creative ideas, mm -hmm. and um, it shows how even though they may not think through it sometimes, mm -hmm. it really shows how unique they are, how unique their, think, their thinking is. And being a facilitator and also seeing how unique um, other people think and uh, their thought process about everything is very cool to be a part of. And being able to just help them, being a part of their life and helping them um, learn about business and all of the steps required to uh, run one successfully. It's just, it's a very exciting experience that sort of just um, calls me back to do more. Yeah, I don't know how you could better describe organizational leadership and health than yeah. what this young man's just said. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and so we'll start wrapping up because I know your dad is coming, <laughs> right? Um, and so, you know, no, this has been a fabulous experience to watch the growth. And, you know, as you can see, we have Reno, who is really the future. Yes, absolutely. Right? And he came in as a student, transitioned to being a learning facilitator, mm -hmm. been in for three years, scholarship winner. You know, John, you were here in 2015. I started the program in... 2013 mm -hmm. right and did a few years by myself and then you you came in in 2015 mm -hmm. and you know and I'm still here so you can see that it's, it's becoming generational right the yes. fact that Reno's brother could come right and I've seen other siblings who have come yes and I've seen families now who are coming and participating in the program so I think this is a beautiful thing this is how yeah. we build community absolutely uh, you know communitas, communitas. The, Latin, the, the Latin version yeah. right um, <laughs> It's, it's what amplifies uh, value creation and safety, yeah. uh, health as, 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 a, as an organization. I, I think that you know, Reno is one instantiation of how humans are going to organize themselves effectively in the future. Yeah. And it's yeah. happening now. It's happening now. Yeah. Yeah, so with that, let's just wrap up. You know, thank you guys for sitting down and taking the time. I know it's been a long day. It has. Right, yeah. it, it has. It has been. It flows. Yeah, it just went flows, but Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but, but it, it's, it's been a long day. But it, you know what? It's been uh, an inspiring day yeah. for me. And it gives me hope to continue to add more to the program and to continue to invest more time and people in to come back to the program. So, you know, let's just keep doing this. Right? I mean, it's, it it's once a year. I'm committed. Yeah, yeah. let's just do it next year again. And yeah. Five days out of a year isn't much. No, no, no. no. What, do you think? Yeah, you know right. what? what do you think about it in reality? It really right. isn't. Right. I mean, this is a great way, just yeah. for me, you know, yeah. as, as an Agile coach, like, to charge my battery about, like, are we doing the right thing? Yeah. Well, I think now we are, because I can see people empowered and, like, 
fully present to their own greatness. Yeah. Nothing but greatness walking across oh, that stage today. Oh, today, that dude yeah. was just magnificent. Yeah. And, you know, I just can't say, you know, thank you to Dr. Martinez enough. Yes, thank you, Dr. Right. Martinez. Man. When you have administrators, people in leadership, in public schools, yeah. who have the vision and the courage to step forward and step in and say, this is going to be beneficial to my students. Um, why don't you bring this into our school yes. and, and we will participate, you know, every summer. Right. And it's great that he shows up. Yes. You know, he shows it's up. It's his Saturday too. Yeah, it's his Saturday yeah. too. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, he could be out yes. doing golfing right. and, and going to yeah. the beach. He's here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to say, like, he's an exemplar oh. educator. And I... By far. I, I'm hoping that there are educators listening to this podcast because... Um, they would do well to follow his footsteps. For sure, you know, I, I am, I'm just a big fan of, of Dr. Martinez uh, from the first, first time we met him over at uh, Estancia, so, yep. you know, this is good. So we're just gonna wrap up and, you know, oh man, Reno, last thing before you leave, before I see you next year's summer? Uh, have a nice summer. <laughs> yeah, you too. John? Just nothing but gratitude. Thank you yeah. for including me in this. Yeah, and, and just thank you guys for participating because oh that really matters. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. My pleasure. Take care. Yep. That's good. Yeah. This is very Wasn't good. Wasn't that easy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Look for Knowledge with Dr. Dave on iTunes and Google Play. The Knowledge with Dr. Dave podcast is streamed on rockshare.com. If you have questions for Dr. Dave, reach out on Twitter at Dr. Cornelius Info or at Nalshare. This podcast, an interview produced by Dr. Dave Cornelius. Copyright 2018, Nalshare.